right, gentlemen, we have uh, things, products, people, places that we like, and we like to promote them every week. So who wants to start off this week? Me, pick me, pick me. Go. Uh, I actually have one already. It is Four Rivers Smokehouse. Best freaking barbecue I have ever had. Founded in 2005 up in Winter Park, Florida, which is a suburb just to the north of Orlando. Started as a way to raise money for a girl who had cancer. Everyone told him, dude, your barbecue is amazing. You need to turn this into a business. So the dude quits his job as an executive at a company or something like that. You can probably look it up online. Makes the best freaking barbecue ever. The closest location us here in South Florida is in Coral Springs. Went up there today for some delicious brisket, brisket sandwich with a with. Of sides. course, it's in Coral Springs because Coral Springs is one of the best municipalities in the country. Uh, actually, one of the best run municipalities for for my uh, public administration buddies out there. <laughs> but still, I mean, obviously, they, that's why they have one of these restaurants. I missed when I moved down to Miami in 2014. There were a lot of things I missed about Orlando. That was one of them. The deliciousness that is Four Rivers. They had a location right next to UCF back when I attended there. And I would go there all the time. It is absolutely amazing. The brisket is to die for. Their sides are amazing. I had macaroni and cheese and bread pudding. Bread pudding is my dessert. And I swear to all things that are holy, that is is the best barbecue I've ever had. I strongly recommend you try it. It is all over the state of Florida. It goes actually all the way up into Atlanta now. They've they've gone into you're looking it up on web, aren't you? I'm actually going to Atlanta this week. <laughs> try try it. I swear you will not regret it. This is the first time I've been so engrossed in a product in a while on this show. I'm, I feel the same vibe that Charles does when he does his. So I'm, sorry, I'm stealing a bit of your thunder there, Charles. But four freaking rivers, freaking smokehouse. That is the bomb. That is great barbecue. You will love it. Sponsor code. Enough said. <laughs> it's it's just that good. That's the sponsor code. It's just that good. Oh boy. Okay, so I guess I'll go second and we'll leave the best for last <laughs> for Charles. But okay, guys. Um, so over the weekend, uh, I decided to go for a walk with one of my friends and we decided to walk down Miami Beach. Uh, and and my, my sponsor is Miami Beach, the city of Miami Beach, because of the fact that they've extended their boardwalk in, on the north side of the beach, North Beach, and it's going further south. And um, the extension is beautiful. It's fantastic. Uh, you can go down. It's 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 wide. Uh, it's nicely paved. Uh, it's you get a nice view of the beach. Uh, you can see. Uh, we went down and we started around. We walked started our walk around four thirty, and we walked about four or five miles to Chicken Kitchen. Uh, I've already non-sponsored Chicken Kitchen before. Uh, well, actually, anti-non-sponsored them because their their Doral location uh, messed up my Postmates order. Uh, but their Miami Beach location is pretty pretty good, man. Those guys those guys do a great job. I mean, uh, <laughs> but we walked down Miami Beach, um, and that boardwalk is it's it's so it, it's you can take for granted these little things your municipalities do. I mean, I already kind of shout out Coral Springs before, but. Uh, your local governments do a lot of great things for your community, just creating space. Uh, and Miami Beach did that by extending their boardwalk on North Beach. Uh, North Beach is different from South Beach. South Beach is all that glitz and glamour or whatever if you guys want. And where LeBron took his talents. Yeah, exactly. But it's a touristy place. It's kind of like a really busy place. Uh, anybody who lives down here doesn't visit that area because, you know, it's for tourists and you, you go there maybe every once in a while if somebody wants to hang out there. But uh, North Beach is for people like me. People want to chill. People want to just walk down the beach, grab a froyo, 
and just and just enjoy yourself um and president's day weekend people were just really enjoying themselves uh rollerblading bicycling walking their dogs and we walked about eight miles that entire day uh but you got to see, you get to see everything you get to see the miami river uh the miami boat show was happening this weekend so there was a lot of yachts that you could uh, walk around and look at and there's still a segment of the maybe around 10 blocks that have not been um connected yet and but they're working on it so once that's connected we I might actually just go out and when it's all said and done and it's finished, see if I can challenge myself to see how far I can get from the north side all the way down, maybe all the way down to South Beach, and people will uh, carry my lifeless body at the end of it, um, uh, at the end, and and use me for a Dead Mouse concert or something. I have no idea. Uh, so, uh, City of Miami Beach, great job on the boardwalk. Uh, promo code um, lifeless body. Okay. And Charles? Well, you know, I originally had one thing planned in mind, but taking a trip down memory lane from the Attitude Era, I think about my time when I was a youngin living in Polk County, Florida, and when you wanted a certain kind of pizza, you didn't want Domino's, you didn't want Papa John's and that cardboard taste. No Hungry Howie's? Well... Our my non-sponsor sponsor is Hungry House. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. We talked about it. I mean, guys, it's so good you're willing to steal someone's credit card information for it. <laughs> it's tax season. You're on a budget. You really gotta I gotta use my money on like bills and loans and whatnot, but I can save myself five to ten dollars and get myself a nice little, you know pizza my own personal size as big as possible i get the howie wings which mm. maybe a little bit too tiny but they're tasty enough they got some boneless wings that are nice it's one of those eccentric pizza on the go kind of places they have a lot of dessert there they have like a pizza cookie hold on i'm about well, it i gotta i gotta look for that they got actual rewards here sheesh there's a howie track uh hold uh-huh. on i gotta look at that menu we're, we're gonna look at the menu right now let's go down this rabbit hole uh, okay, so they're the original flavored crust, folks. Oh, they got butter crust, Asiago Damn. cheese, Cajun. Uh, wow. Uh, butter cheese, sesame, garlic herb, ranch, and onion. Well, I'm not having the onion one, but wow. Okay, that, so that's their back to the full menu. Yeah, guys, I mean, think about it this way. It may not be in Nebraska, but if enough Floridians leave the sun and complain about it, Nebraska will have it. You know, it, when you need pizza on the budget, and if you're going to settle for average, settle for the king of averages. Get yourself some Hungry Howies. Promo could, code worth committing theft for. Mm-hmm. All righty. Like All right, so that's enough of our, our like, talk. Look at that Howie cookie. Oh, yeah. No, that is already um, – I can imagine the gooiness of the chocolate chips on that thing. Oh. Gosh, I'm getting diabetes just looking at it. Well, like I said earlier, um, back when I was in middle school, uh, I was I did some plays with a local theater group, I guess, and we practically lived on that stuff during the the pre-show and intermissions. Really, really good stuff. I can absolutely I second uh, Charles' motion for Hungry Howie's. Okay, guys. That's the end of our, our non-sponsors for, for tonight. Uh, and then should we... Should well, we're, we're about halfway through almost. I guess we should do our non-sponsors. Yeah, non-sponsors, yeah, sure. I think Cesar should go ahead and do this one. Dude, you got something you want to promote? Some stuff, some fashion, some food, some, some sushi. I know you love sushi. <laughs> oh, raw fish is great. Um, <laughs> shout out to raw fish. Not just gonna, shout out. To, well, obviously, shout out to raw fish. That's always a shout out. But I'll go Wiki Poke. That's um, the poke place right below my office. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Did you did you have that? When uh, here? Yeah, I, I, there, I, I still haven't eaten at all the places there. I haven't eaten at the falafel place or any of that stuff yet. But I, I'm getting there. You'll, you'll figure it out. I'm pretty but sure I might be going poking. out there this month, but okay. Oh, nice. I think. They asked me for my schedule. Oh, but that's an aside. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> but Wikipokey, the place where, one, 
they give you the biggest portions of all of LA yeah, and it's actually relatively modest. And that price. means something, because L.A. is the second largest city in this country. <laughs> exactly. And it's modestly priced at under $11 for a lunch. That's I mean, not bad. A great deal. No, it's not, and it's great. And it's it's great raw fish. Yeah, you don't have to so eat a Carl's pokey. Jr. every day. <laughs> oh, I never would. But wiki pokey for the win. Wiki pokey for the win. All right, wiki pokey. Uh, discount, discount code? Pokey. Pokey yeah, How pokey. do you spell pokey? Pokemon, well, like poke. P O K E. Got it. Yeah. So poke, poke fifteen. Poke fifteen. Poke All right, Francisco, you want to go next? Uh, sure. My shout out is also to food. Excellent. Um, I, I've never had a threesome before, but <laughs> oh wow, okay, we're <laughs> the closest I've ever gotten. All right, is... all right, we time to shut it down, everybody. <laughs> the closest I've ever gotten is. <laughs> well, I'm assuming two people. <laughs> the closest I've ever gotten is Tres Leches cakes. Okay. 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 Uh, it, it's a it's a it's a Hispanic delicacy of a dessert, and it's one of the greatest things ever created, aside from arepas. But essentially, it is it is a cake. And it uses tres leches, which is three milks in Spanish. There's a, a place called the Tres Leches Factory. It might also just be called Heaven because they just, that's all they do. They just make that stuff every day. It's tres leches. I mean, it's its so freaking good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look it up right now. It's Mikey awesome. just suggested that we need to create a, a sports goose after dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I, let's see, on Valentine's Day, I, I had a, not a threesome, but, <laughs> but I bought some press oh, leches for uh, an occasion. And uh, first time I ever visited the press leches factory, it's there on screen. It's in South Florida. And I, I can't have it every day or else I'll have diabetes. Um, but... I'm telling you, if you ever see this on a menu, just get it. There's a thing called cuatro leches, which is four milks, but I don't consider it as good as tres leches. I, I don't know. That makes no sense. Well, about, four is better start, than three. Start off with the three sub and then. Yeah, and then we'll work our way up <laughs> before I'm just this. Yeah. yeah, before I have an orgy don't of cake or something. You'll hurt yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I have to stretch <laughs> and everything. But yeah, tres leches factory. Yeah, so uh, promo code is threesomes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Been Trojan. <laughs> That's another non-sponsor for another week. Okay. All right, Charles, you want to go ahead with this one? All right. So I had many things that, uh, you know, made me contemplate what my sponsor should have been. I was on vacation. I was in South Carolina. I was in North Carolina. When I was in North Carolina, I watched some wrestling, SmackDown mm -hmm. Live, and I watched some basketball, Hornets v. Uh, Rockets. However... We're on the topic of food, and even though it's not a threesome experience, what I had in South Carolina is the equivalent of kissing Jesus. My uh, non-sponsor sponsor of the week is a little, uh, you know, little-known place called Burger and Barley's, and what I had there was the Brennan Burger. And guys, it is a donut burger. It is oh, a oh, donut as the speaking bun. of diabetes. <laughs> no, 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 it's not diabetes. It's it's the last meal. It's what Charles Manson asked for, and they just said, "Well, he didn't get executed." It's what Ted Bunny asked for, uh, but they just couldn't get it to him in time. So it's glazed donuts sliced in half, each part being a bun. It is the, the beef fatty. It is the cheese. It is the bacon. It has an egg on it. And my goodness, that with a with a beer, I, I was in heaven and it was so sweet. I took a picture of it. I'll send it to the group chat. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just so happy. And, you know, it's weird. I don't necessarily like to um, put up local sponsors in that sense or local places because I want everybody who is listening because they could be anywhere around the, the nation or the world to get a taste of it. But if you find yourself in South Carolina and Rock Hill, <laughs> you go you pay 13 bucks for this burger. Yeah, it's left there. And then, and then you just attack it. And you attack it like it's the end of your life and you have no other choice because I was in heaven. And I'm going to send that photo to the chat so you guys can see that beauty and do what you want with it. But you guys, <laughs> Burgers and Barley, the Brennan Burger, it was like $13. Do yourself a favor if you find yourself in Rock Hill, South Carolina, get that burger and Oh, my enjoy. God. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, did good. you find it? 
I might have. Oh, good lord. <laughs> speaking of kiss, uh, speaking of Jesus, good lord. Oh boy. Okay. Um. All right. Oh yeah, that's it. That's yeah. that's that's the equivalent of it from uh from what I see. That that was that's the baby. Oh my wow. god, dude. All right. I so, guess it's my turn. Yeah, man. I'm gonna create. Uh, I'm gonna finish the four way of of food, and. Nice. <laughs> The four-way of food. <laughs> um, and there is a very good burger joint near UCF called Toasted. I went there the last time was at in at UCF, and it was probably one of the best burgers I've ever had. I'm sure Charles will disagree with me after having whatever that abomination of a food is. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's it's very interesting place. It's known for its large amount of cheese selection. Damn. Yeah, I got it here on screen. <laughs> it's 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 an interesting little joint. I if you're in, near UCF, I would recommend it. Oh, I was just in Orlando the other day. You didn't tell me about this before that, Matt. <laughs> uh, I apologize for that. We'll have to do it again. We'll have to. You'll have to go there the next time you're in Orlando, which I imagine will be fairly recent in the grand scheme of things yeah yeah uh so yeah that's me that's toasted uh there used to be a place near disney world uh i forget what it's called but it was a soup and grilled cheese joint but unfortunately that was closed because the shopping center it's in is being ra- is being raised uh, it's kind of the reverse of the paved paradise and put up a parking lot they're tearing down paradise um, and they're building an off-ramp into Disney World. Man, Mickey's got to have his stuff, man. Exactly. So that's mine. Uh, oh, Charles, we didn't get a discount code from you or from Francisco. Oh, no, I had mine was threesome. Okay. Charles? <laughs> My discount code is Lent because after you have the burger that I suggest, the Brennan burger, you're not going to want to have fat for 40 days. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess would my guess mine would be uh, queso. Okay, queso. Queso. Alrighty. All right, queso. Uh, this was... will probably be our last episode, thanks to Francisco. That's great, man. I can't wait to be banned from everybody. Um, all right, so halfway through this. Yep. So you know what that means. Tis our word from non-sponsors. All right, guys, we've had three weeks to think of our people, but I don't know who wants to start. I got mine. Okay, I'll go with mine. All right, so the other day, I and I posted it on our on our Instagram, um, I went to the Miami Open. Uh, it was a, I got some freebie tickets from a Bumble date. Uh, so uh, I, I freeload whenever I can. And thus, we went to the Miami Open. And if anybody, anybody does not know, the Miami Open is the first year at the Hard Rock Stadium, which is the home of the Miami Dolphins. And Miami Hurricanes. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Florida State fan, so they I guess they play there. Uh, the former home of the, the Marlins, where they won all their championships against uh, Charles's Yankees. Uh, so we, uh, we had seen Serena Williams during the day. So we only had a day pass. So you get a day pass and you have access to all the games during the day. Um, and so we, we saw uh, Venus Williams, not Serena, Venus Williams. Uh, very fun. Very fun to watch tennis live. If you've never seen it live, I think that's probably the best way to watch tennis. And, Any sport, really. Yeah, essentially. But especially tennis, because other than Mario Tennis, I cannot get into it <laughs> on a TV screen. Um, so we were leaving the Venus Williams match. And these two old people, this couple, this very old couple, they walk up to us and they're like, oh, are you guys together? Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, for, for that day. And we're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, we're not going to go to the night um, to the night matches. So here's our two tickets. And so they gave us these two tickets. And we're like, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. We thank them a lot of stuff. And so um, they were club seats at Hard Rock Stadium, like, like just like if it were for football, they'd be fantastic tickets. Lucky bastard. Yeah. So I was in the club section of, of the hard rock stadium and I hadn't been there 
since 2013 when I saw the the Seminoles beat the Hurricanes. So, um, so I I hadn't seen the, the football stadium in a while. It's completely renovated. It's like a new building essentially. So kudos on the Dolphins. But my non-sponsors are those two old people. I don't know who they are. I don't know what their names are. But thank you very much for those tickets. Uh, I can now say that I saw great tennis players. And, um, yeah, those are my non-sponsors. Two old people. Promo code. Um, uh, GILF. 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's some people using a different uh, non-sponsor sponsor search engine on. <laughs> okay. What, did, what was what did I don't understand this, bro? That's dope. NGI free tickets. Not gonna lie. Oh, not gonna lie. N- NGL. Okay, Charles, you want to go next? Oh yeah. See, you guys. April is typically one of the most wonderful times of the year. You got, you know, the, the race of playoffs or basketball heating up to a big final ending. Uh, you got baseball coming in, but it creates a sensation, an excitement, a sense of mania, huh? Because, ladies and gents, it is WrestleMania oh. season. Oh. 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 Is this, the WWE I, Network. I think we should combine this both into a sponsor, a non-sponsor, but also his WWE. We should segue into it at some point, yeah. Okay. We, we, we can segue, because I got a mouthful put in, but to give you guys a little taste before we go into the main one. So the WWE Network, I'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan, but there was a period of my time where I didn't want to watch wrestling because some of the matches were crappy, the storytelling was awful, but I didn't like to pay pay-per-view money. Pay-per-view money was typically 50 to 60 bucks. I didn't need at a certain age to pay like 50 to 60 bucks to see like Tori Wilson dance around for me or Vince McMahon get caught up in bloody. But then came the WD Network and, you know, if it is the gospel, I am its prophet. Um, <laughs> it's $9.99 a month and you get over thousands of hours of content. You get to see all the pay-per-views, including WrestleMania 35. That you get to watch the eight-hour journey of Vince McMahon's brain trust of destroying storylines for years to have other storylines come in, the excitement and the fatigue, but the beauty and the excitement. And you can even watch all the old matches. Remember those WWF days when it was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock? Remember when DX was telling people to suck it so you were in school doing the hands? Suck it! Boy. You're like, John, suck it. Or when you're the NWO and you're just telling everybody you can't be part of our clique because it's just too sweet. You can relive that faction, too, for $9.99 a month. And including that, you can also see some of the WWE Network special programming, such as 205 Live, which I don't watch, but NXT, which has a pay-per-view this weekend, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4, where Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole go at it for the vacant NXT Championship, two out of three falls. It's two fantastic wrestlers. You get to see them on the WWE Network this Friday, and it's only going to cost you nothing. Why? Because there's typically a free trial when you sign up. I highly advise you do it. WWE Network, promo code RASSLIN. Oh, oh boy. Hey, look, look at this. Yeah, streaming live. you got a, a prepaid card you can redeem. You can watch it on your computer, on your TV, on your phone. Sheesh, they got it. They got it don't, for everything. Don't be Taco Bell for a day. Yeah, yeah man. You can get a, but yeah, exactly. This is great. Wow, look at that. PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360. Uh, they don't have GameCube, but whatever. You know. All right. I'll be honest. I don't really have a non-sponsor that stands out to me. Um, that look of shock on Francisco's face. Uh, this was a very kind of... Kind of hmm. Very kind of... Well, you know what? No, I take that back. I take that there back. There we go. Improvise right there, right on the spot, dude. <laughs> um, the legendary internet connected GameCube, like the three games that supported internet connection on the GameCube: <laughs> Fantasy Star Online, and then I think Mario Kart had Double Dash had a LAN connection, and I forgot what else. But yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, um, my non-sponsor of the week is, and I forgot their name. Actually, I'm gonna look that up really quick. <laughs> <laughs> because I I didn't do any of the planning. The Nintendo sixty, yeah, yeah. They don't have N sixty four WWE network. You got to talk to them, Charles. You got to go up to Orlando. Go up to Orlando with with Andrews and, and be like, "Yo, uh, 
there's no N64 connection to this. I need, you know, it doesn't require the expansion pack. Can I transfer all my Pokemon into it? Oh, God. Pokemon in WWE. Oh, that would be I, I, you know, Wait a minute. There's already a well, wrestling Pikachu in Super Smash Yeah, that's Brothers. right. There's uh, Pikachu Libre, and then there's Incineroar, who is basically a wrestling lion. Okay, so the name of the place is Tropical Acres Steakhouse up in Fort Lauderdale. Never been there before, but the reason I went is because I attended my sister's baby shower. Congratulations, dude. Congratulations. Oh, I got it on screen here. Alrighty. Um, and I actually have never told either of the guys this, but yes, my sister is having a baby. So Yay. I will be an uncle, as strange as that sounds, yeah. in about a month. Yeah, you're joining the club, dude. <laughs> um, very nice uh, staff were there. Um, it was a very nice place. I, I didn't actually get to see the main restaurant itself since there was it was just a banquet room that we were in in the back. But like I said, staff was very nice. Food was very good. Um, but more importantly, I appreciate them... Uh, you know, making the event very special uh, for my sister, uh, for her fiance. It was a great event all around. Um, so it was much appreciated to Tropical Acres uh, Steakhouse off of Griffin Road in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, it's in Dania Beach. Okay. All right. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, keyword is uh, future uncle. Nice, dude. All righty. <laughs> Perfect. Congrats. Surf and turf. Perfect. Cheesecake. Nice. Love it. Okay. So that's our non-sponsors, guys. So we are halfway through our night of podcasting, even though we've dropped so many times. So it only means one thing. It's a word from our non-sponsors. So that's when we, we talk about the products and people and services and what have you that we love and are enjoying. And uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I don't want to go first, but I will actually go first. Holy crap! He's actually thought about it this time. <laughs> I he's thought about it. Andrew has thought about it. I it's because Charles mentioned it earlier. Flanagan's. Uh, for anyone that well, it's anybody in South Florida would know that, but they have this really weird sounding announcer. Uh, for their radio commercials. So anyway, Flanagan's Restaurants, which is kind of a... So anyway, Flanagan's, for those who pretty much have to live in South Florida to know what it is. I don't know. What would you describe it as, Francisco? Uh, it's like, kind of like a sports bar in a sense, but I'm going to post it here on, 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 the, on, the, on the screen here as you talk about it. It's like a sports bar, but it's themed almost kind of like the crusty crab <laughs> now that i give it some thought um it's it's the it's lots of like they have good uh, barbecue ribs they have very good hamburgers very large portion size um, and they have some pretty good kind of happy hour afternoon meal deals so yeah flanagan's very good uh if anyone ever decides to visit South Florida area, I would highly recommend going there. Um, oh, and they also give you, kind of, if you buy, if you uh, get a soft drink, they give you these green cups that you get to take home. And they're very, their big thing is large portion sizes. So these are very large uh, drink cups. Um I actually brought one home with me, and I and by it. large, I mean it is absolutely large. Like I remember ordering a just calamari, um, and it's just, it came in this big giant freaking plate. Uh, like I, I can't even describe the size of it. Uh, maybe the size of a, if you're a video game fan, maybe like a maybe like an Xbox One or something worth of calamari. Just just that that type of large or no no, no a, an original Xbox, an original Xbox, the giant behemoth Xbox uh, size amounts of calamari. Just a ridiculous amount, and definitely not for one single human being. I think their minimum uh, burger size is a quarter pound think you can't go any smaller than that just although the calamari thing kind of gives you an idea of what what sort of things they do 
So anyway, uh, my non-sponsor of the of the week is Flanagan's for its deliciousness. Um, promo code. Promo code. Um, Xbox calamari. It's a good one. I like that. Uh, Charles, you can go up. You're up. All right. So you know, and my uh, non-sponsor sponsor of the week is a film. Uh, a film. I saw it last Thursday. I might see it again. Maybe I'll buy it on Black Friday for like six bucks. But for those who have not seen it, Shazam! It's a. I've been it, wanting to see that. Is it that good? It, I like it a lot. It, now, mind okay. You, mind you, like you know, everybody has a different perception of you know superhero movies. You either feel as if it's too overdone and saturated with everything that comes out throughout the years. DC, as you know, has had a really tough track with movies lately, ever since the Nolan verse ended, created another verse. I personally like Man of Steel. Some people do. We can all agree that Batman versus Superman was kind of bad in spurts, horrible in others, decent in other aspects. I like Wonder Woman. Justice League was, for me, a fun popcorn movie. I was a big fan of Aquaman, but what I felt that Aquaman didn't have was an inclusiveness of the DC universe. I understand it was more of a prequel, but you know what Shazam has? saturation of everything dc in a good way the movie cracked me up it's got good humor there's a scene where he throws a uh this is exactly a, a tall man from chuck throwing mm-hmm. a batman doll at uh dr savannah played by mark strong the acting's good there's good messages in there because you gotta remember the premise of it is a orphan boy gets powers from a magical wizard the comedy is on point because it's not cheap Sometimes it might be a little out there, but it's funny. It felt like Big with superpowers. Big, for those <laughs> know, Hanks right? That's a good. Really yeah, that's a good description. Because, yeah, it focuses on something that I think is important: is how would you react if you got superpowers? Because what happens is every movie, Marvel, DC, elsewhere, somebody gets superpowers and they brood or they contemplate. Right. Right. A fourteen-year-old boy who gets superpowers and goes, "This is awesome! I can do electricity. Let's see if I can fly. Shoot me in the face." It or was, like. It, it, and, or like in the clip, just there, uh, he goes ahead and gets alcohol. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that that was a good fault that they come into it. Um, the cast was good. It was fun. I'm hoping it makes enough money to warrant a sequel. I know it made like $56 million It was number one in the box office for this week, this past weekend, yeah. so it's a yeah. good start. Well, I mean, the thing is, the comparative is, you know, Aquaman's like $100 million one, so you always get scared because DC – Will, like blow up project as you saw in the background him throwing a batman doll um but i liked it if you want good entertainment see it at matinee see it with your family see it with your girlfriend boyfriend wife husband whatever you got um just go see it because you know it's one of those things where it's good pop fun with heart uh because there's a message of family and what is important and i won't go into detail spoilers and it has a nice cameo of a certain character that uh Makes you interested in what happens, but go see it. You'll have fun. You'll enjoy it. Okay. I actually I saw the preview when I went to see Captain Marvel mm-hmm. a, few, a few weeks ago. You know, it's funny because Shazam, actual is the real Captain Marvel. Really? Yes. It's a whole thing with 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 DC and Marvel and just this whole copyright type of thing with with Shazam and Captain Marvel and the other Captain Marvel at marvel comics like it's just the whole thing with with this whole with that name itself but uh we've got shazam for now yeah uh but i saw it and i saw zachary levi is the is the main character and i love chuck that is one of my favorite tv shows uh there is a i may even go through and watch it again because i like it that much uh and i don't do that often with tv shows uh, I actually used to have the theme song as my ringtone at one point, um, which is also a very good. I think it's Cake. Uh, it's a Cake song was the theme song. I also ha- highly recommend Cake, both the food and the band. But I'm I'm glad to hear that you liked it, Charles, because that was definitely a movie I was thinking of checking out, just based on the trailer, but also because of Zachary Levi. So I feel a bit better about that now. You'll enjoy it. Take a peek. Can you give us a promo code? Promo code, the real Captain Marvel. Nice. Ooh, okay. All nice. right. Shots fired. Shots fired at uh, at Marvel. All right, guys. Um, so my non-sponsor is uh, a thing I've been obsessive about lately, and 
Andrew can actually attest to this because I am wearing a bandana of it right now. <laughs> and my non-sponsor is a, well, technically a now dead series called Metal Gear. Okay, I am I'm shouting out the Metal Gear Saga. Hideo Kojima uh, himself uh, is a is a, a Japanese man who is completely insane, uh, but he created one of the uh, most iconic video game series and video game icons of, uh, of ever really of ever really. It's up there. It's up there with 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 the Legend of Zelda's and your God of Wars and your Grand Theft Autos and your Super Mario's. And your chibi robos. Um, if anybody even knows what chibi robo is, who I'm talking about, but not a clue. Uh, Metal Gear. Uh, I've been really obsessive about the about the series lately. Uh, I have well because I am a more of a Nintendo fan uh, because my original video game love Sega is long dead. Uh, even though they are still technically alive, but in spirit, they've died. Uh, uh, I rarely get a chance to experience a lot of Metal Gear games because they have mostly been on the PlayStation. Uh, Metal Gear 1, 2, 3, uh, 4, and even 5 have all been on the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. And uh, I think the Nintendo has only received the original on the NES, Metal Gear, Snake's Revenge, which was a a sequel but a non-authorized sequel by the creator so it, it's not really canon and that neither is really the first one either it was um but whatever and then you had the um uh metal gear solid ghost babble which was on the on the game boy on the so um another game that i could okay it's coming back we're back <laughs> What is this like the fifth time? This is probably like the fourth or fifth time we've we've dropped our connection. But um, I've been talking about my love for the Metal Gear series lately. Um, I'm playing here a YouTube clip of somebody's interpretation of the Metal Gear games, and it's incredibly funny if you've ever played through one of them, because the fact is, the Metal Gear series is Hideo Kojima has always wanted to be a movie director, and because he he never realized that dream. He kind of realized it through his video games in a more interactive format, and his the work is inspired by um, great films like uh, Escape from New York, uh, Rambo, uh, freaking uh, two thousand one, A Space Odyssey, and just all of these classic sci fi and action films, uh, Predator, uh, that influenced this man to create this series that takes itself too seriously a lot of the times but also at the same time it absolutely doesn't give a crap about itself at all even making fun of the fact itself making fun of itself that it is in fact a video game and this is just a bunch of video game crap <laughs> you know uh metal gear solid 3 in general is just a whole it's it basically like watching an episode of the um 1960s batman where it's just full of camp but at the same time you're watching escape from uh uh freaking the hunt for red october and i love that movie you know it, it's 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 juggling the silliness with the seriousness so um uh, Charles here talking about his favorite video game series, uh, Uncharted, Kingdom Hearts, God of War. Uh, I like Metal Gear, even though I haven't had a chance to experience them myself. I'm playing through Portable Ops right now for the PSP, and I'll probably get to Peace Walker uh, on the PSP as well. There's only the other two titles that I can actually access at this point. I might get three on the 3DS, but I hear it's a really bare-bones port of the third game, and there's better ways of getting it. Maybe I can borrow the ps3 from my my brother-in-law to play through uh some of the hd collection and get through two and all that stuff but just a, a great thing <laughs> andrew hey halo one through reach everything else sucks uh buy a ps3 and get yeah that's what i was thinking uh, maybe i'll borrow my my brother he probably doesn't even use his ps3 at all um and get the hd collection so that just metal gear um i don't even know what a promo code could be um Wait, 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 wait. Snake! Hold on, hold on. I, I don't have a promo code. I don't have a promo code. Okay. But I have a promo sound. A pro oh, of course. All um, right, give me, give me a second, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. Here we go. 
Okay. It, it's loading. It's loading. <laughs> there we go. Oh boy. So yeah, that's the um, the noise that yeah when Snake is discovered in these sneaking meshes. I didn't even talk about the fact that it's a sneaking type of game. Which those are always fun. Right. It's a stealth game. There's an emphasis on stealth, even though you can basically ramble your way through a lot of the games too. But it just makes it harder. Um, uh, promo code. So how does it taste? And okay, the reference for that is in Metal Gear Solid Three, uh, Snake Eater. Uh, you're playing as Big Boss or Naked Snake, and he has to survive throughout. The, there's a survival system, so you have to actually eat to keep yourself alive. So there's a bunch of animals and things laying about the, this area that you're playing the game in, and so you can actually get these codec calls with um, these people who call you in. You can they tell you about like they give you a field report. And they tell you about the different items. So, um, if you're like like um, like a fruit bat, it's like, oh, the fruit bat is a bat that does this. And then at the end of that whole information about the fruit bat, Snake goes, okay, but how does it taste? Because he doesn't care what the fruit bat does and you know how long it takes for it to grow up. All he wants to know is how does the fruit bat taste so I can eat it and move on. Uh, you, you should watch it on YouTube. Uh, the whole conversations of everything. And uh, if you eat something, he'll tell you how it actually tastes. Or he might actually vomit. But uh, that's it. That's all I could do. I could keep going on and on. Uh, all right, guys. We're, uh, we're, we're back. Back to sports. Back to goofing. Um, okay, so sorry. Uh, we are an hour in. I know. That's I, I was trying to... I was trying to kind of stealthily allude to that okay you know what that means yeah, ladies and gentlemen it does mean something it is yeah a word from our non-sponsors exactly and uh, i would like to start again i know two, two episodes in a okay, row okay go ahead my non-sponsor of the week is that california condor <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, that, let's. That that California condor was amazing. <laughs> Did a fantastic job of eluding, eluding the authorities and just not giving a damn. Just said, you know what? I don't want to be here. I'm just gonna walk away from you. Oh, you fell down. Great, perfect opportunity for me to go ahead and walk away and do my own thing. And then. Oh, I'm bothering you players in the bench? I don't care. I'm just going to jump on top of you and walk until I find a way to get out of here. That condor did not care. That was that he is my spirit animal, not caring about anything. Just, you know what? I'm I want to get out of here. Not not So, so because of this and we're going to do because we you you've already Shout it out to, to people to, to donate their clothes if, they, if they're really angry at their favorite athletes and teams. Uh, so we're going to look at the California Department of Fish and Wildlife and learn a little bit about the California condor because that's what <laughs> hockey is all about. So the California condor, Jim Nope Gyps Californianus, is one of the largest flying birds in the world. When it soars, the wings spread more than nine feet from tip to tip. Condors weigh more than 20 pounds. So that was a big old bird that was on top of that guy. Yeah, no um, kidding. And the male Andean condor of South America is even larger than the California condor. Both are endangered species still. So they still are endangered, but conservation efforts have really helped in the, um, the protection of these birds. Thousands of years ago, they used to spread across uh, many states, um, including our Florida, even up into New York and hmm. Texas. So, um, and even uh, some some evidence out in British Columbia of these birds. Lead poisoning is a serious problem for the birds in the wild. Yeah, and um, in California, they have a lot of uh, air pollution, so that doesn't help at all for them. In the 1970s. They found that there were only a few dozen of the birds left in the wild. So, in 1980, they decided to get their butts in gear and try and save these birds. Um, and let's see. Uh, so, they raised young ones in captivity and all sort of things like that. Um, so, they 
they decided to uh, captive breed these birds and then release them into the wild later on. And as of 2016, so they went from 27 birds in 1987 and are now up to 446 of them as of 2016. Now that's still very few. Uh, kind of reminds me of my beloved Florida panther. Right. But Not the team, the animal. But know, that's... Both are endangered species, right. to be honest. But... <laughs> But it's a good start to go from a couple of dozen to over. That's I don't. I can't math. I'm sorry, everybody. All I know is 28 is a lot smaller than 400 something. Exactly. So um, the book, I guess, they'll continue the the, the good fight at, at, and uh, and see what what happens with with that bird. Um, so. As the condor population, wild and captive, so both in total, uh, reaching f- over 460 in 2017. So um, there are lots of let's there's education outreach. Um, I'm sure Andrew, you would encourage people to uh, donate if they want to save this majestic bird, so we can have them at all our hockey games. Absolutely, I, I'm all about donating to make the world a better place. And whether it's donating an unwanted jersey because you are really angry at a player or donating to wildlife, wildlife conservancy or something of that extent, uh, do it. It'll make, it'll make the world a better place, whether it's money, donating time, whether it's your local SPCA, I don't care. Do something to make the world a better place. So I guess that could also be my non-sponsor is do a good turn daily, as the Boy Scouts would say. Do a good deed. Uh, I'll stick with the Condors, my non-sponsor, though, because he was awesome. Or she. It was awesome. Okay, so promo Promo code. um, Icebird. (laughs) Icebird. Okay, so... I suggested that maybe we do the non-sponsor thing, so I'm kind of have to go improvising with this. So as I as I think about it right now, as I'm trying to stall for time, do you need me to to fill the dead air? No, uh, gosh, man, you know what? Uh, let's let's turn. We'll, if I think of it along the way, we'll we'll, we'll come back. back to we'll it. come back to it. So let's wait. I have one for you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we just went there this afternoon. Uh, but yeah, but it, now, but yours was so wholesome and nice and all that stuff. Now, like, uh, like if I'm just gonna talk about food, I could talk about food all day. But I don't want to talk about food all day. Okay, well, um, to stall as I'm thinking about it, I'm gonna look at the Major League Baseball scores. You know who my non-sponsor is right now? Ooh, Chris Davis of the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> My, what a, what a and I'm pretty darn sure he's got enough money to sponsor me if he wanted to. <laughs> um, okay, so to to preface this to everybody, so Chris Davis is a first baseman slash, I guess, designated hitter, if you want, for the Baltimore Orioles Major League Baseball team. In 2016, he received a massive contract from the Orioles. I'm actually looking that up so, right now. Yeah, How look much? it up, Andrew, because we're going to talk very significantly about this man. Now, prior to that, he was probably one of the best up, uh, up-and-coming players in the league. No question. Absolutely no question. It seemed like, okay, the, the Orioles now have a, a a guy for them for the next you know decade or so, much like uh, what the Braves have done with Acuna, the Angels have done with Trout, right? The Phillies have done with Harper and 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 San Diego with 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 Machado. Unfortunately, Chris Davis, uh, uh, sorry, on January twenty first, twenty sixteen, Davis signed a seven year, one hundred sixty one million dollar contract. Coincidentally, one hundred sixty one was the number of home runs Chris Davis hit with the Orioles before signing the contract. Which probably was, I guess, the the point of that number, right? Probably at that point, he had already had a fifty home run season. The dude was ridiculous. He, I don't want to say, I don't. He was he was going to be really good if he kept it up. 
right, so we're going to pull up Chris Davis here on the screen. Now, mind you, there are two Chris Davises currently in Major League Baseball, as far as I know. There's a CH, which is the one we're discussing. And there's, there's a KH, which is what many people are now calling, including myself, the good Chris Davis. <laughs> well, you haven't even told the people, the lovely people out there, why we're discussing Chris Davis. Well, we're going to, well, I'm pulling up his, uh, his page here on baseball reference. So uh, the dude is actually a year older than me. And uh, you old. Yeah, I, I am old. He debuted in 2008 with the Texas Rangers. And why is this thing in the middle of my screen? What the heck is that? It's just like a, a gray and silver thing. It's like the monolith from 2001 A Space Odyssey just in the middle of the screen. But regardless, he uh, debuted in 2008 with the Texas Rangers. Uh, and he played with them up until 2011 when he was traded to Baltimore. In which case, uh, the... Um, that's did he was he on their was he on the Rangers World Series roster postseason batting? Uh, Looks like he was. Uh, he... No, 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 he was not. He's he's only playing played in the playoffs for the Orioles. So never mind. Okay, but regardless. Uh, so back back to it. He um, uh, played for the Orioles, and this thing is in the middle of my screen. What the heck is this? I'm trying to get it out of the way. Okay, but regardless, okay, he um, was having a fantastic season uh, with uh, with the Orioles, was up and coming. They made that massive contract. It's like, okay, we got our guy. Unfortunately, he has been anything but reliable after that. He well, hit 53 home runs in 2013. I, take, I, I challenge you. He has been reliable. He has been very reliable over the end of last season and the beginning of this one. He's been very reliable. Okay, so let's get to the gist of why Chris Davis is my non-sponsor. So, beginning on September... Hold on. 14th, I believe. Beginning on December... September. September 14th, 2018. September 14th, 2018. Chris Davis decided to embark on a journey that no one has ever gone on before in Major League Baseball history. (laughs) Chris Davis has... Not gotten a single hit since that date, and every ep- he's he's gone up to bat since that day. Now, mind you, September in the like in the middle of September, that's the end of the season. The Orioles didn't make the playoffs; they're the worst team last season. Uh, okay, so okay, he went 0-4 for the rest of the season. That's fine. That's understandable. Okay, fine. It's a terrible team. Everything was horrible for the Orioles last season. Okay, we're 2019 now the Orioles actually had a pretty good start to their to their season for now um, but you know they're they're projected to be a horrible team hey Chris Davis I'm, I don't even know what he did in spring training maybe he got a hit or two or there but you know spring training doesn't matter once the game started to matter Chris Davis decided you know that thing I was doing in 2018 I'm gonna keep doing it <laughs> and we were watching this is this has been on the minds of a lot of baseball people for, for now that they're now, now that it's getting attention. Okay. Chris Davis has been relentlessly booed by Baltimore Orioles fans because of the fact that he's being paid so much to do nothing. We haven't told them why this is so important because he is the current record holder for ineptitude at the plate. He is, he, again, he went hitless on September 14th. He is now 0 for 53 in registered at bats and 0 for 59 in any plate appearance. And mind you, his manager—I think Buck Schulter is still the manager. I'm not sure. I have no clue. I'll look that up. If not, if not, regardless, what the, the, his managers have have tried to find a way to get him out of this slump. He's been. Um, He's been benched. He's been moved up and down the lineup. Brandon Hyde is their current manager. Okay, so Buck Schulter is gone, but you know he's not going to manage a, a horrible team anymore. <laughs> um, he's been he's been benched. He's been he's he pinched. He had a pinch hit at bat yesterday for the DH. Like he had he started at first base today. He had three at bats, Ofer uh, with a walk. 
mm. with a walk. So at least he got on base. So he ha- he does have an on base percentage. He does have an on base percentage. It is a currently as of today. It is a uh, let's see. That's his OPS. And where's his on base percentage here? I'm trying to find it. Uh, there it is. OBP. He has a 121 on base percentage. So he has made it to first base at the very least. He actually he made it to base today. He was walked. Um, and uh, mind you, the the Orioles are facing the Oakland A's right now, who have Chris Davis with a K, the good Chris Davis, and he is at the polar opposite of Chris Davis with a C. Chris Davis with a K has hit him along with Christian Yelich have had the most home runs in Major League Baseball between the date that Chris Davis with a C, the bad one, started this epic hitless offer. I mean, admittedly, Chris Davis was better before this. He, you know, he had a pretty good 2016 season and he had a very good 2017 season, uh, even well before September 14th. But we're going to ignore that narrative and just say that the the two started getting good and bad, respectively, uh, at the same time. So uh, Chris Davis with a K has hit four home runs in in uh, in two games of the series between the Orioles and the A's, whereas uh, bad Chris Davis with a C has been has tries he might he had. Uh, he 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 put the ball on the bat, and it went right down the line, but it was just fouled. That was the closest he's probably gotten. If I can put a caveat in a caveat into your non-sponsor, he's been hitting the ball well. He he's hit one or two out to the warning track. Uh, that one that he hit earlier today was, if it had been maybe six inches to the right, it was right on the baseline. It would have been fair, and he would have had the hit. And it was it was hit so hard, there was no chance the first baseman would have gotten anywhere near it. And and to your point of that, someone has been tracking his exit velocities on his on on the the on his uh, connections with the ball um, coming off the bat for the foul balls and his outs. That he's getting close, <laughs> like he's getting there, but and he's hitting into shifts and things like that. Unfortunately, he's a big pole hitter. So they're they're shifting everybody over to the right side of the infield, and he just hits into it every time. Um, but he's getting close, and I, it's it's gotten to the point where now the fans are actively cheering for him every time he's coming up to bat. The Orioles fans are actually standing up, giving him as much encouragement as possible. Uh, someone on Twitter mentioned it as if it was like, it's like watching Little League again, where you see that kid that just can't seem to get ahead. But you know what? Every single parent in the stands is like, come on, you can do it. You can do it, Chris. Go, go, go. Good eye, Chris. Good eye. You know, that type of thing. And now it's kind of endearing to me as well. I kind of, it was funny because we were watching it. We watched all three of us at bats today. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andrew, you had said that it's funny. Like, this is funny because baseball is funny. Um, but it's sad at the same time. Like, part of me wants to see it keep going. But another part of me wants him to, like, just break out and hit, like, a, a freaking 540-foot shot. And it was, it was interesting because... There was a scenario in this game. His team was down two runs. There were two men on base, and he was coming to bat. The guy has the power to launch the ball. I mean, his nickname is Crush. Uh, He hit 50 home runs in one season, as you mentioned. 50-plus, I don't remember exactly how many, but... 53 in 2013. How ironic, considering that he is now at 53 hitless at-bats. But anyway... He that would have been a great way to break the slump. Blast a 3-1 home run to put your team in the lead. That would have been fitting. Um, obviously, it didn't happen. He struck out on that at bat. But I, I almost, I had the same sort of feeling when the Browns won their first game. Because at, on one end of the spectrum... I was thinking to myself, I want to see this go as long as they can. 
I want them to keep losing just for the schadenfreude of it. So I'm hoping he gets out of it. So Chris Davis, you are my non-sponsor. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of a great promo code for this guy. Like I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, what, what can we, what can we do for Chris Davis? Promo code. Uh, Chris without the K. Okay. So it's it, two a double meaning because there is the good Chris Davis, but I also mm. don't want him to strike out anymore. That's true. All right, I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow it.